Now, the Mission Impossible franchise, I feel, very, very closely relates to the Fast and Furious franchise, given um, I wasn't interested in either uh, until a long way through. I thought um, the first few Fast films were rubbish, and it was when they clicked into focus with Fast Five uh, that everything seemed to make sense, and suddenly I've actually become a massive fan of all of the movies, even the the first four, which weren't great movies uh, and sometimes dire movies, um, but I actually enjoy all of them now because five, six, and seven were such good films. They were brilliant um, for for what they were, which was absolute high octane, state of the art action movies. They had great casts and they were hugely enjoyable to watch, and that kind of reflected a light back on the the lesser movies and also upped them from a bracket of where they actually became amongst the biggest well i think uh fast sevens done a billion and a half which is quite something um and the same for mission impossible i never rated the first one i thought it was trite i thought it was hokum um i thought it was a little bit on the cheesy side well no a lot on the cheesy side um, and it was Tom Cruise's reimagining of the the famed 1960s. Uh, this is your mission. Should you choose to accept it? Film and the second one, which was just a, another entry in esteemed Hong Kong film director John Woo's terrible American filmography, where his only real masterwork's been Face Off, uh, and everything else has been pretty terrible. And it seemed the franchise was dying when the third film came out and got the least amount of box office of all of them. But that film was a turning point because it was actually by far the best. It was the first time that everything sort of aligned and made sense. It was grittier. It had the best villain of the whole series, which is one of the best turns by Philip Seymour Hoffman in a major Hollywood blockbuster. Um, And it was just a better film. And then 4 came along and was absolutely superb a real state-of-the-art film with many iconic sequences in it and it was excellent and when i heard about five uh, i thought it was going to be a disaster it elevates simon pegg's role massively up the ladder and simon pegg is somebody who i loved 10 years ago but he's really been winding me up in recent years because he's told to do the same shtick in at least two franchises star trek and this where he plays essentially the same character always looking exasperated, always making quips. So the fact they'd gone down the road of actually elevating his character to more prominence, I found I know exactly what this movie was going to be like. I was completely wrong. It's not a very original film. I thought 4 was a bit more in all-round and original work. This is almost like they're remaking uh, several films that have currently been you know, reshaping what action movies can be, in particular something like Casino Royale. It's very, very redolent of a bomb movie, this one, given the uh, multiple locations and the grandiose set pieces. Um, and the story's... Um, it's it's a good story, actually. It's probably the most all-out entertaining and intriguing story. Um, it follows Tom Cruise, who is still hunting this elusive James Bond-style spectre organisation called The Syndicate. Um, but they have got hold of him, and they end up basically plays it there are a lot of parallels between this and casino royale the way that he relates to rebecca ferguson's character who's an mi5 operative from the uk and the way the trust shifts back and forth reminded me a lot of the daniel craig uh, dynamic with vespa in uh, in that film where he was going backwards and forth between trusting and loving her and hating her and and so on 
Uh, and this, they just basically globetrot as they try and track down uh, the people involved. And at the same time, Alec Baldwin is a director of the CIA, and he has got the whole uh, IMF team shut down completely and is actually hunting Ethan Hawke, Tom Cruise's character. Um, and they do say some very pertinent things when they're shutting them down, which is a lot of what you do is, seems to be chance, taking massive chance with things like nuclear codes. And that's true. It's exactly what he does. And they have every right to shut them down. But things gradually progress from there as uh, Jeremy Renner, again showing up as he has done in every single franchise as the most pointless character in movie history. He has no point in being in this film either. I don't know why they keep casting him. He's always the least interesting person in the room, uh, particularly in the Avengers franchise as well. Uh, no difference here, even though he's got a more prominent role. Um, and it follows Tom and Sarah Ferguson battling, I think, an excellent villain in Sean Harris, who is an up-and-coming English actor who's been in a few films, but most notably, if you've seen the film Harry Brown, which is a fantastic uh, Michael Caine starring movie, there's a, a, a almost legendary sequence in it where ha uh, Michael Caine's character buys a gun off of Sean Harris's drug dealer character, and it's one of the most... You almost have to have a shower after watching the, of the scene. It's so intense and so dirty and squalid. It's a brilliant sequence. It's really on edge. Um, and he appears here as a, a, an MI5 ex-operative who's... It, the whole thing sort of reminds me of the British films like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Um, there's a lot of sort of British intelligence that's looked at from that mode. And the, the focus is quite a lot on London as well, which I found interesting. Um, and it doesn't sound that interesting, the story, but it is ticking over all the way through. It does lack originality. There's a massive sequence at the start where there's an opera and an assassination attempt at an opera. And I think we've all seen those a million times in Bond movies and the like, uh, particularly when they do it to Ness and Dorma. But it is really well done. Uh, and a lot of the artistry in it is very, very good. It doesn't have the visual flair of Mission Impossible 4, which had iconic stuff like um, the skyscraper in Dubai and the sandstorm and was visually very, very interesting. And this is a bit more rote. Uh, some of the action scenes are great. And, like the motorcycle race is absolutely phenomenal in it. Um, and others are a bit more perfunctory. But it's all round. It's probably the most enjoyable movie of the franchise yet. And Simon Pegg's character ditches the jokey and exasperated thing for a much more sort of rounded character. So he's nowhere near as annoying as I thought he'd be. I thought Sean Harris is a villain. He's got mixed reviews. But I actually really liked his, his whole personality. He reminded me a lot. Again, everything from this movie seems to be relatable to another film of the villain from uh, Fast 6, um, who was a very sort of uh, logistical, statistical genius who could outthink everybody, and that's the same with Sean Harris's character here. Um, the other characters in it have never really clicked for me. Ving Rams, I could take or leave. Jer Jeremy Renner doesn't really do anything for me anyway. Alec Baldwin, though, is a good addition. He's, he's, he's pitch perfect in this. He does a good job. Um, so all up, I found, and also Rebecca Ferguson makes an excellent female foil in this film. They seem to change the female leads with every movie. Um, she would probably be the best and most interesting character in this one. She's very much like the Vespa Lund, is it, character in uh, Casino Royale, where she is at both 
a good character and somebody forced to be working for the wrong people as well and has no real say in it. Um, she's basically screwed by everybody in the whole movie and not in that sense of the word. Um, so I thought it was an excellent addition to the franchise. It could even be a little bit better than Mission Impossible 4. So I'm going to give Mission Impossible 5 Rogue Nation an 8.5 as one of the most flat-out enjoyable action movies of the year. Uh, this is from Mystical Moods Orchestra. 